Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. We are continuing uh, with our theme, which is the Holy Spirit. How many of us were blessed by this theme? Amen. Hallelujah. We are continuing with our theme for the month of May, which is the Holy Spirit. And we are grateful to God for that which he has done over the past weeks and that which he is going to continue doing even as um, we continue with the theme. And the subject uh, that I am going to be preaching from this morning is the acts of the Holy Spirit. The acts of the Holy Spirit. Well, the book of Acts, Bazalwane, is uh, mainly referred to as the acts of the apostles. But it is actually the acts of the Holy Spirit. There are many occasions where the Holy Spirit is a, a, a made mention of in the book of Acts. It's about 50 times that in the book of Acts you will find the Holy Spirit being mentioned. And each and everything that took place that was wonderful and that was miraculous, it was done by the Holy Spirit. So when we talk about the book of Acts, it's actually the acts of the Holy Spirit. What is it that the Holy Spirit did in the early church? Uh, In the church that was uh, led by the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, who later on became the apostles. So it was not mainly the apostles who were uh, doing all the miracles that you will see when you read the book of Acts. But it was the Holy Spirit using the apostles. Somebody say amen. Amen. So they did all that they did and they experienced all the miracles, the signs and the wonders because of the presence of the Holy Spirit. It was not by might, it was not by power, but it was by reason of the Holy Spirit. And how beautiful it is to know that even the Holy Spirit is with us uh, still this morning and forever he will be with us. Amen. Turn with me to the book of Isaiah, chapter number 59. I am going to be reading from verse number 19. If you have your Bible on your phone or your proper, 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 proper Bible. Isaiah, chapter number 59, verse number 19. Are we there? The Bible says, So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. So it is not for us to lift up the standard. But all that we need to do is to tune into the spirit of the Lord. And it is the spirit of the Lord that will lift up the standard. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. 
We pray that you may anoint us afresh and anew, both to hear your word and to speak your word. Spirit of the living God, we depend and we trust in you. We lean on you this morning. Make Jesus real in our midst. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, the Lord Jesus Christ said we will have supernatural power when the Holy Spirit comes upon us. We will see that in the book of Acts, chapter number 1, verse number 8, the Bible will tell us that when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon us, when the Holy Spirit comes upon us, we shall receive power. It says, and therefore you will receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So even last week, we spoke about the power of the Holy Spirit. So when we talk about the power of the Holy Spirit, we are not talking about something that is too far-fetched, but we are talking about something that can come upon each and every one of us. And then we can be able to experience the fullness of God through his spirit. Amen. So this was the same spirit and the same power that was at work at his life and at his ministry. When Jesus walked here on earth, it was, this, it was the same power that was at work over his life. All the miracles that Jesus did, it was because the spirit of the Lord was upon him. So when he was saying this to the disciples in the book of Acts chapter number one, he was not lying to them. He was telling them something that, they, that he knew was possible. And he was telling them something that he knew that could be their advantage in life. Somebody say amen. In the book of Acts chapter number 10, verse number 38, the Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Somebody shout power. power. Who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. So the Holy Spirit was upon him. That is why he was able to do so many things. And also in the book of John, chapter number 14, verse number 12, it says, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to the Father. So he went after doing so many great works, because of the reason that the Holy Spirit was upon him. But then he says as he goes, he is leaving us with the Holy Spirit. And as he leaves us with the Holy Spirit, we are going to be able to do even greater works. So if you want to know what are the possibilities that are available for you, you must understand the works that Jesus did. And take it a notch higher because he said, greater works shall you do than the works that I have done. As long as the Holy Spirit is upon, is upon you. Bazalwane, the Holy Spirit is our advantage. That is my famous line. He is our advantage. It's just that as the believers, as the children of God, we are underusing the Holy Spirit. You know what? The Holy Spirit is our advantage at work. The Holy Spirit is our advantage in marriage. The Holy Spirit is our advantage in our businesses. He is our advantage at school. In whatever adventure that you may find yourselves, yourself in, he is your advantage. Other people have got many other things. In English, everything that the, 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 the black people have is called um, charms, right? But I'm going to count quite a lot of the things that they hold on to uh, that uh, only those who are 
uh, or, or of the same color as I am will understand because everything that I'm going to be counting now is called a charm in English. Right? It's called, but people have got, isn't Ozabo? Right? When you go to work and you leave your advantage behind, you leave him at church. You leave him at church on Sunday. And when you get to the office, it's a horn. But it's a horn that is a charm. I don't know what is it that we can call it in English. But yes. People have got their own. And you have the power that is above any other that they can get from anywhere. And yet you leave him at church on Sunday. But that is why we are talking about him for these Sundays and the Sundays to come. So that you can wake up to him. Because we are sleeping on him and we are defeated. As if the, the, the things that people have are actually even higher than what we carry. There is nothing that a person can have at work that is higher than what you carry. There is nothing that the person can smear on your chair at the office that is higher than what you carry. There is nothing that the person can come with and having spoken to whatever it is that they speak to before they come to work that can work on you if you carry the presence of the Holy Spirit. Our problem is that we leave him at church on Sunday when we sing and lift up our hands and then we go to work naked as naked can be. And then it looks as though the things that the others are using are working on you. But it's because the power that is available for you, you leave behind. But we are here this morning so that we can all wake up to the reality of the fact that the Holy Spirit, when he comes upon us, he gives us the power. And when the power rests upon us, we can do great and mighty things. You can take him to your business. You can take him to your career. You can take him to your home. You can take him to your finances. You can take him to your office. And he will do great and mighty things in your life. He will work as though you have a charm as well. And you have the Holy Spirit who is the real thing. And when you get there, no matter what, no matter what they have done, when you come, he dismantles everything that anyone can ever come with. Because he is the power. Of the, Holy, of the Holy Spirit is the power of God unto salvation. That what the, the Holy Spirit is to us. He is the power. So where is the power of your salvation? If you leave the Holy Spirit behind. And you go and you tell them that I am saved. I am a child of God. I go to church every Sunday. And yet there is no power. Where is the proof that your God is at work in your life? They must try you. So that they will know what you carry is better than them. But if they try you and you don't exercise what you have upon your life, they are going to win against you. But this morning I'm here to announce to you the Holy Spirit is available for each and every believer. For each and every one of us. All we need to do is to develop a relationship with him. Remember we spoke about his presence and then we spoke about the fellowship with him. So we need to exercise the fellowship so that then we can partner with him so that then he can give us the power to even make good decisions. 
in our marriages, good decisions in our businesses, good decisions in our career paths, good decisions in everything uh, that has got to do with our lives. Somebody say amen. amen. So when the Holy Spirit is upon you, there will always be power and you will do great and mighty things. You can talk to him and he can do great and mighty things. Don't be shy to tell him where you are failing. Tell him, I'm not able to service what I'm supposed to service. Help me. I'm not able to do what I'm supposed to do. Help me. I feel like my strength is gone. Help me. You will feel strength coming from within. And everyone who thought you were down and out is going to wonder what happened. The power of the Holy Spirit came upon you. And you were able to overcome. Somebody say amen. amen. So now the Holy Spirit upon gives different kinds of anointings. And in a particular, in a particular season, there's anointing available when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Anointing, if you don't understand the word anointing, the word anointing means unction to function. The, the, it, it, the anointing makes it possible for you to function. So it simply means that. It means you are anointed to be a doctor. That is what will distinguish you. You are anointed to be a wife. You are anointed to be a husband. You are anointed to be a business person. That is what is going to distinguish you when the anointing comes upon you. And it comes only when the Holy Spirit is upon you. Right? So there's anointing for leadership. There's anointing for warfare. There's anointing for victory. There's anointing for deliverance. There's anointing for overcoming fear. Fear of the future. Fear of the unknown. Fear of getting married. Hallelujah. Amen. You can overcome that kind of fear by reason of the Holy Spirit. You name it, whatever it is that you, 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 you require the power for, you can overcome. Somebody say amen. amen. So this is a supernatural power that is powerful even over demons to produce wealth because he says by his spirit, he is the one who gives us the power to even produce wealth, which is prosperity, to fulfill our callings, to even reach our destinies. It's the supernatural power that God gives us, that God brings upon us so that we can reach our destinies, so that we can fulfill our purpose because each and every one of us here, under the sound of my voice, there is a purpose that God has for your life. And that purpose you can only be able to realize if the Holy Spirit will reveal it to you and then empower you to fulfill that purpose. It is only the Holy Spirit that will help you to reach your destiny. Somebody say amen. So we all need the Holy Spirit. And we are going to have a look at so many whom the Holy Spirit did great and mighty things to. The Bible says in the book of Judges, chapter number 3, Verse number nine, it says, when the children of Israel cried out to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer for them. Who delivered them? Othniel, 
the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother. Verse number 10, it says, The Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he judged Israel. He went out to war, and the Lord delivered Cushan uh, Rishathem, king of Mesopotamia, into his hand, and his hand prevailed over Cushan. So how come he won the battles? It is because the spirit of the Lord came upon him. How come he was able to judge the Israelites? It was because the spirit of the Lord was upon him. So when the spirit of the Lord is upon you, you are able to judge even situations and circumstances. You are able to make out whether this one is from God or not from God. You you are able to make out to say, must I entertain this? Or must I not entertain this? Some of us are wasting time entertaining things that we are not even supposed to be entertaining because even God has given them to us. We are fighting battles that we are not supposed to be fighting because the Lord has already given us the victory over all of those battles. Why? It is because we don't understand who we are. But when the Holy Spirit comes upon us, we judge correctly. We judge correctly. And... We are full of victory. Also somebody that the spirit of the Lord came upon was Gideon. In the book of Judges, chapter number 6, verse number 34. Sorry, it's actually Judges, chapter number 14, verse number 6. There's an error on the screen. It says, and the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, right? And he tore the lion apart as one would have torn apart a young goat. Though he had nothing in his hand. So when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, there is no need for you to have something in your hand. As long as the Lord has given you the power to subdue whatever it is that is trying to come against you. Somebody say amen. Amen. And it says, like a a part as if he was um, torn apart a young goat. Though he had nothing in his hand, but he did not tell his father or his mother what he had done. Verse number 19 says, Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon him mightily, and he went down to Ashkelon and killed 30 of their men, took their apparel, and gave the changes of clothing to those who had explained the little. So his anger was aroused and he went back up to his father's house. He was aroused. His anger was aroused because he knew that there was power upon him. And these people are busy belittling the the armies of the Lord. What, What is it that has been mocking you in your life? What is it that has been mocking you? When the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be able to tear it apart and you'll be able to move forward in your life. Somebody say amen. Amen. Number three, Samson. Judges chapter number 15, verse number 14, it says, when he came to, to Lehi, the Philistines came shouting against him, intimidating. How many things have been intimidating you? So they came shouting against him, Then the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him 
and the ropes that were on his arms became like flags that is bent with fire and his bounds broke loose from his hands. The Philistines were intimidating to Samson because we all know the story of Delilah. I won't get into the story of Delilah because we all know about it. If you don't know about it, go to the book of Judges and read it. I'm shying at two feet to Samson. I'm shying at two feet. And, uh, uh, and then the Philistines came charging towards Samson, wanting to kill him because he was powerful. So sometimes you can think that you are powerful, that you know what you are doing in business. You can think that you are powerful. You know what you are doing with your own life. Only to find that your power is limited. Delilah can be anything that can come and cause you to think that you are okay where you are. Whereas there are Philistines charging towards you, intimidating you and wanting you to fail in your destiny. But when the Holy Spirit came upon him, eh, they did not know that he had the advantage called the Holy Spirit. They did not know that even though they had done away with everything that used to give him power, there was one more thing that was left. That is why I always say, don't be happy about your decree. Make it to be also anointed. It must be your decree and the anointing. It must be your business acumen and the anointing. It must be your, your knowledge and your and your intellect plus the anointing because when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and everyone else who has the same degree as you have is not able to do what you are able to do by reason of the Holy Spirit. It's only the Holy Spirit that will distinguish you and cause you to be mighty in that which you are doing. The Bible says he was able to break loose from anything that they bound him with. And he fought them off. Another one was Saul. Number four, it was Saul. First, Samuel chapter number 10, verse number six. The Bible says, Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and you will prophesy with them, and be turned into another man. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be turned into another man. When the Holy Spirit comes, you will be turned into another man. In such a way that Saul, even in the Old Testament, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. And then he prophesied and prophesied to the ones that came to actually kill him. He prophesied to them and then he was turned into another man. So when you are turned into another man, on Friday you, you, you left the office timid. You left the office feeling down and out, feeling as though you are defeated. Maybe even this morning you came to, to church as your last resort and you said to yourself, let me go and try God because right now I feel like I'm defeated. I feel like there's nothing that I can be able to do. I feel as though I am defeated. There's nothing that will come out of my life. But I'm here this morning to let you know that when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, you will receive strength. You will receive the power and you will be turned into another man. 
that those who are happy that you are down and out on Friday, they are wondering what happened to you during the weekend when you come back to the office and your countenance has changed. You went out timid. You went out down and out. You went out as somebody who could not even face another day. But you come back with strength. You come back. Your shoulders are squared. You come back. Your head is high. And you say, what is it that we are supposed to do this morning? And they wonder, where did you get the power? It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has come upon me. And I was turned into another man. The man that you saw on Friday is no longer the same man. Because I have had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. I have had an encounter with the Spirit of the living God. And therefore, when I come back, I'll be doing things that I could not do before. The Spirit of the living God, when he comes upon you, it does not have to take 24 hours for you to change just like that. And you are able to do the things that you could not do before. He does not say, wait a minute, I'm going to kick in in maybe 24 hours or 48 hours. No, he does not say, I'm going to clear the, in 24 hours just like when you're transferring money from one account, from one uh, uh, bank to the next. He does not say 48 hours. He says, when I come upon you, right there and there, you will be turned into another man. Somebody say amen in this place. Hallelujah. That when they thought that business is, is failing and business is not going well, maybe they even said, they have even diagnosed you and said, you are not cut out for it. Ah, but wait until the Holy Spirit comes upon me. Wait until the Holy Spirit comes upon me. I'll be turned into another man. And everyone who thought I was not going to be able to make it will wonder. How come am I making it? I'm making it because the Holy Spirit is upon me. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. That's what happened to Saul. The Bible says he was turned into another man when you attend into another man you begin to do things that you could not do before you begin to do things that are way higher than your qualifications you begin to do things that are way higher than your knowledge you begin to do things that are way higher than what other people think you can be able to do we as people love boxing one another so we box one another and we say there is nothing that that person can do. That is why I love making my moves in silence. Because when you make your moves and you talk too much, people are going to discourage you, but they don't know what's upon you. People cannot see what is it that God has placed in your hand. I want to encourage you this morning. Everything that you thought you could not do, involve the Holy Spirit. Everything that you have failed into, involve the Holy Spirit and go back and do it again. I'm reminded of Elijah when he prayed for the rain. The Bible says when the servant came, he said, go and check again. Why? Because he knew that the Holy Spirit had come upon him and he was turned into another man. He was able to say, it's not going to rain. And he was able to say, now it can rain. And I'm here to announce to you this morning that even though there are things that you have failed in, but if you involve the Holy Spirit, if you can just let him touch you this morning, if if you can just allow yourself to be endowed by him and go back to it. Go back to it. Go back to it. Tell yourself. Now the Holy Spirit is involved. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. 
But but we closed every opportunity for this one. We don't like him. But by reason of the Holy Spirit. While we are sleeping at night, you get it. The Holy Spirit is our advantage. While you are sleeping at night, you get a dream. The Holy Spirit says, I've given this to you. You say, Lord, are you going to go with me? And he says, yes, I'm going to go with you. You wake up with power. You wake up with, with power. You, you, you dress up. You put lipstick if you're a woman. Or lip gloss. If you're a man, you put perfume. Put cologne. And you go. Don't overwhelm the people in the boardroom. Just in a small way. Not, not too much. But look clean. And go there. Right there where they rejected you. The man came back on the third occasion. And he said, I see a hand as small as a hand of a man. I see a cloud as small as a hand of a man. And Elijah said, run. Run. The rain is coming. I hear hear a sound of a rain that is coming for you. By reason of the Holy Spirit. He said, run. Run because the rain is coming. He did not wait for the rain to come. He knew what he carried. Our problem in this generation, we don't know what we carry. That is why we are defeated just like everybody else. But if we can have a revelation of what we carry, we will do better. We will do better. This is why we are preaching in these weeks. We are here to wake ourselves up to the power that belongs to us. That we have an advantage. He said, run. The rain is coming. They thought it was not going to happen. Even the servant himself, he went three times and came back and said, ah, it's just a small cloud. There is no, there's, there's no way that this cloud can bring rain. Because he knew what he carries. He said, run. As small as the cloud is. Ah. As small as the cloud is run. I know what I carry. And I know what it can produce. I know what it can produce. I know what it can do. I know what it can do. The power upon all of those people. They came upon them. And they did mighty and great things. We also can do the very same things. If only we can allow the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon us and be at work in our lives. Forget about those who have horns. Forget about those who have small boys. They call them small boys. Forget about those who have small boys. Forget about those who have snakes. They are even advertising charms now on social media. Forget about those who go to Zangomas all the time. Forget about those. There's something greater that you carry, that you and I carry. Something bigger in such a way that even if they try you, they will come back to you in a few years' time and ask, what, what, why? What's going on? How come? Because they have tried you many times. Whereas you have what superimpose that which they are trying on you. It's the Holy Spirit upon you. You must not neglect the Holy Spirit upon you. He is your advantage. He's your advantage. I don't even worry. I sleep at night. I sleep at night knowing very well that there are many people who 
may try. There are tricks with me. But I sleep peacefully because I know what I carry. He says, I do not sleep no slumber. I say, you do not sleep, you do not slumber. I slumber and I sleep. So therefore, as you are awake, as the one who does not sleep no slumber, me, I shall sleep. And I shall sleep peacefully. And sometimes even the alarm I will have to snooze. Why? Because the peace of God is upon my life. I'm not scared of anyone who can do anything to me. Our problem is that we do not know our advantage. And even when we know our advantage, we do not use him. We leave him at church. We don't want him near our finances. We don't want him near our homes. We don't want him near our businesses. We don't want him near our careers. But I'm here to encourage you to say, involve him. Involve him at school, Ria. You will see yourself flourishing like you have never seen before. Everyone says the course you are doing is, is actually very difficult. And you wonder what are they talking about? The power of the Holy Spirit coming upon you and turning you into another man. And sleep peacefully at night. Knowing very well that there are many people who don't like you. There are many people who want you down and out. There are many people who don't want you to be still married to the man or the woman that you are married to. But if you can invoke the power of the Holy Spirit, you will sleep peacefully at night. Knowing very well that the one who does not sleep no slumber is at work. Me, I sleep. Me, I sleep. Let's close the Holy Spirit upon the church. The Holy Spirit comes upon people, but also the Holy Spirit comes upon the church. That even though this church is a testament of the power of the Holy Spirit. We started in 2004 in Delmas, a small town called Delmas. When everyone thought, ah, no, Delmas. And Delmas grew right in front of our eyes. And we started with students who were even able to give 10 rands and 20 rands. But the Lord carried us one step at a time, walking with the Holy Spirit. The students, lo and behold, everyone was calling us youth pastors. As I am standing here. Sunday school pastors. Yes, they were saying Sunday school pastors, actually. They were not saying, they were, not, they were mocking us. They were saying we are, we are Sunday school pastors because most of our members in our church back in 2005, 2006 um, were just students. Some others didn't even have money to go. We were still working. We had to fork out from our own pocket and help them to go to school. But lo and behold, two years turned into three years. Three years turned into four years. The very same people who were called Sunday schools began to graduate. It was as if the graduates were, were it, was, it was as if they were just, the attack came and, and said, here are the degrees for free. Yeah. Members of the church started graduating. Many of them did not even stay long before they got jobs. The power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit. God made sure that when they come, as much as they were called Sunday school and we were called Sunday school pastors, when they graduated, some of them even before they graduated, when they went to school, they would tithe from their bursaries. 
children, students, university students. Some of them I remember, even as I'm talking, I remember Mbali. Mbali is now married. Beautiful lady. He, he, she's now married to Spencer. She was one of the Sunday school people. She graduated, she got a job. So before she graduated, when she went to university, I think she was at Verts, if I'm not mistaken. She went to university. Every weekend, she was at church. Everything, I kid you not, for three full years of a degree. Three full years. Every weekend, she would travel to Delmas to be at church. And they would tithe from their bursaries. They would tithe from NSFAS. They would tithe from a pocket money that we sometimes give them because the parents cannot afford. Ah, who said the Holy Spirit was not at work? The Holy Spirit was busy working. And today, everyone, we are the envy of the town because of what we have produced by reason of the Holy Spirit. It was not by might nor by power, but it was by reason of the Holy Spirit. They are married, they have got their own jobs, and they are doing great and mighty things. Many others are even in business and thriving by reason of the Holy Spirit. So there is a power that comes upon a church and when you plug into that church you have access to the same power maybe if they were not plugged into the church by reason of what the holy spirit was doing in the church maybe they were not even going to be able to navigate through and find themselves in university and when they get there some of them did not even have a computer i even ended up starting a computer project because the schools that they went to they did not have computer labs. I started a computer project inside church so that after school they can come and learn how to use a computer for free so that when they get to university they are not stranded because then the Holy Spirit will be at work and they would have done their own part. Today we tell a different story. Today we tell a different story. Today we tell a different, a different story because we allowed the Holy Spirit to be at work over the church. Peter was turned into another man in the book of Acts chapter number 2. Just like God is turning you into another man. Somebody say amen. He was no longer timid. He was no longer fearful. The Holy Spirit came upon him and he boldly declared the word of God. And 3,000 were saved on the same day. Same day. We are always happy when one person gives their lives to the Lord. We are happy when 20 gives, give their lives to the Lord. And we are in awe when 100 give their lives to the Lord. Peter came with the power from on high, with the power of the Holy Spirit. And 3,000 souls were saved on the same day. Same message. And this message, when I read it, it's a message. It's a message that you, even you, if I can give you and say preach, you will preach it. Even though you don't have experience, you will, you will, you will go through it and you will be fine. And you will see, with, no, I've done well. It was a simple message that Peter, Peter preached in such a way that, in fact, I once had another pastor say, when it comes to the structure of messages, Peter, in that message, he defiled all the rules. And yet 3,000 were saved by reason of the power of the Holy Spirit. 
So when the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you do extraordinary things. When the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you do things that people think you cannot do. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you do things in a manner that is higher than any other that you have ever thought of. The Holy Spirit is the multiplier. The Holy Spirit is the magnifier. He magnifies the things that you do and they look as though they are extraordinary only to find that they are just like any other. You can sell water but if you engage the Holy Spirit and somebody else is selling the same water next door or selling the same maquina next door only to find that your has got the power of the Holy Spirit all over it and then it becomes extraordinary and it's as if you are doing things that no any other person can do. Listen to Acts chapter number 2 verse number 37 Peter he experienced the power the Bible says now when they heard this they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles Men and brethren, what shall we do? 38. Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So upon you getting saved, you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You just need to cultivate that gift. Fellowship with him. Cause him to influence every area and every aspect of your life. 39. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar off as many as the Lord our God will call. 40. And with many other, with many other words he testified and exhorted them saying so here is his sermon. Be saved from the perverse generation. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized. And that day, about 3,000 souls were added to them. Peter, from denying Jesus to experiencing a miracle that none of us have ever experienced without denying Jesus. So it's not about your background. Forget about what has happened before this morning. It's not about what you have done. It's not about what you think you don't qualify for. It's not about the fact that maybe you think God does not want to even give you the Holy Spirit because of what you have done. I'm here to announce to you this morning that God says in his word, he has the sea of forgetfulness. He says he forgets them in such a way that when you have sinned against him and you come back timid and you come back with guilt, he says to you, what is going on with you? And when you mention your sin, he says, what is that? Because he forgets them. He says he put them in the sea of forgetfulness. How much I'm sure what you have done does not uh, even come close to what Peter had done. Peter denied him three times. Many of us are actually confused whether he denied him three times before the cock or the cock cried three times before. But there is a three somewhere there. And Peter was there. Whether it was the cock that cried three times or it was Peter who denied. Something happened three times. And he denied Jesus. What you have done cannot be worse than what Peter did. But upon repentance, upon our 
availing himself to be endowed by the power of the Holy Spirit. He was able to stand up again and be endowed with the power and do things that we wish we could do. And do things that are great. We may not be evangelists. We may not be pastors to aspire that which Peter did. But there is something you can do in the business that is extraordinary. There is something you can do at school that is extraordinary. There is something you can do in your career that is extraordinary. But the power of the Holy Spirit has got to come upon you. So the power of the Holy Spirit came upon the church. And they began to speak in other tongues. The Bible says they were endowed with the power. That is why they were able to overcome. That is why they were able to produce results that were extraordinary. I am closing and we are going to have the Holy Communion. The Holy Spirit is not the wind, but the wind symbolizes the Holy Spirit. I have to say this again. The Holy Spirit is not the wind, but the wind symbolizes the Holy Spirit. So the wind was blowing and the wind gathered souls and they were convicted. In the book of Acts chapter number 2, just where we read, the Bible says on the day of Pentecost, when it had fully come, they were all in one accord and in one place. Somebody say the gathering of the saints. They were all in one place. That is why we don't like it when we are online. That is why we don't like it when, when, we, when we can't come to church. It is because the Bible says how good and pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil being poured forth from the head of Aaron down into the garments and down to his skirts. Meaning there is not even one that is missed out. That even if you are weak. But when you come to church on Sunday and you come, there's someone else who is singing a song. There's someone else who's speaking in tongues. There's someone else who is praying. Even though you were not even in that mode, you were telling yourself that whatever I'm going through is just too much. But if you can just get yourself in the presence, if you can just come to the gathering of the saints, you will walk out not the same. The Bible says when the day of Pentecost has fully come, and they were gathered in one place, not isolated at home, not alone, the devil kicking you all sides, not alone, uh, thinking that nothing is ever going to work. But with the saints that are going to strengthen you, with the saints that are going to give you a word that will take you a place, that will take you the whole week to chew upon. And then the Bible says they were all gathered in one accord, in one place. And suddenly, there came a, a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. The Holy Spirit will come and affect every area of your life. If you can, if you can just get yourself together with the saints. If you can just get yourself even though you feel like you don't even have a song left in you, don't have a prayer left in you. But when you come, there is a company of believers. Someone is not in the same season as you. And when you hear them sing praises unto the Lord, something happens in the inside of you. And you say, I know my redeemer lives. Just like Job. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. May the wind blow in your business. Hey, may the wind blow in your career. May the wind blow in your marriage. May this wind blow in your life. That even though things may not be going well, 
but that at the scent of these waters by the spirit of God you may sprout up because the Bible says it's the hope for a tree even though it may be cut down then it will sprout up again and it says at the scent of the waters it shall indeed sprout out there is hope for you there is hope for your marriage. There is hope for your business. There is hope for your career. There is hope for you. You cannot run away from yourself. That is why even whatever it is that you are going through, even whatever it is that is happening in your life, there is no situation, there is no circumstance that is too hard for the Lord. All that you need to do is to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Give Him space and give Him place in your life. And your life will be changed. And your life will be transformed. May the Holy Spirit blow upon our finances. Even as we have gathered this morning, may the Holy Spirit blow. I don't know what is it that you came here suffering from. I don't know what is it that you came here thinking it is over for you. I don't know what is it that you came here with and you were carrying as a burden, as a heavy load upon you. But I'm here this morning to let you know that the Holy Spirit is about to blow over every situation, over every circumstance and the spirit of the Lord came upon them and they were turned into another man the man that you came in here being and the man the woman that you came in being you will walk out a different person you will walk out a different person and when you go back to your problems they are expecting the timid you that left this morning but you are coming back strong you are saying oh okay you are still here no problem, I have shifted. Because you wouldn't shift. I have shifted dimensions. I have gone up. And I have gone up by the spirit of God. You are still here. But I am no longer in the same level as you. Let us stand. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.